0: I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Free To Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So when this episode is being released, it is the end of June, and I believe that we have passed all of the waves of graduation, beginning in May with master's and college-level students, and then our high school and eighth graders, and even our middle school, kindergarten, and pre-K cuties. It has been amazing on social media to watch the floods of pictures with caps and gowns and just the smiles of these kids and folks as well, accomplishing so much in their lives. And that's the theme I wanted to touch on today. When we say accomplishing so much, but then we think, hello, they just graduated kindergarten, not really a big deal. And sometimes there have been conversations where people wonder, why is it that they make such a big deal of pre-K and kindergarten graduations, even middle school? Why is it that they wear caps and gowns? And I know that some schools do not wear caps and gowns and some schools do. And it may come from the philosophy or one of the philosophies that it comes from is we don't know what's going to happen in the future. As educators, as parents, we raise our kids with this narrative in our minds that you're going to do this and then this and then this, right? You're going to go to elementary school, middle, high school, college, and you're going to be this profession because that is what I picture you as. And you're going to get married to this person. You're going to live here and have that type of life. And perhaps not all of us have these kind of boxes that we want our kids to fall into to that extreme but we do to at least some degree because we have these goals and these expectations and this vision of a brighter future for our kids. And the challenge to that is I challenge you to think about whose dream really is that? Is that your child's dream? Is that your child's dream because you impose that upon them? Or is it really your dream? Sometimes we find ourselves living vicariously through our kids, which isn't always a bad thing as long as we're letting them make their own decisions as well and following their own passions. And when we really fight with them on that, for example, if we want our kids to be a lawyer and they're really set on being a cartoon animator and we push them in one direction in their future, then it really causes them dissonance because they have your voice in their minds, but yet they want to do this because this is where they passion, their passions lay. And that's really tough, especially when it comes to professions that we perhaps don't know enough about, or maybe professions that we don't see as professions, let's say like as a YouTuber, not to knock on YouTubers, because it's a hard job, believe it or not. It's a very tough job, especially to monetize it. But when we're of a certain generation, it may be tough for us to understand what these new careers are for the generations that we are raising. But let me backtrack to going back to the thought of why is it that we may put so much emphasis on these, again, kindergarten, pre-K, middle school, eighth grade graduations, when there may be so much later on that they can achieve so much more. And we hope that, yes, that they do achieve so much more. But the fact is that we are only in the right here and right now, where our left and our right foot is, that is exactly where we are. And yes, we can reflect back to our past. And yes, we can have the grandest of plans for our future, but we really don't know what the future holds. Now, does that mean that we throw it out the window and that we don't do our best to plan for the future? No, we want to have to find a happy medium in between. But what it does mean is that we don't know what the future holds. We don't know if our kids are going to challenge us on perhaps the skill set that we see that they have, but they don't agree with, or they want to go in another direction. And to think very realistically, although it may sound pessimistically, I'm not sure if that's a word, but you know what I mean? To think very realistically we don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't even know if we will have a tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen an hour from now, even with our best laid plans. Emergencies happen, accidents happen. We really are not sure what our future is going to hold. So yes, while we want to ingrain values and resilience and the concept of hard work and a strong work ethic in our kids. And we most definitely should. And we want to see what their skill set is and where their passions are and what perhaps they may want to do with their lives and keeping an open mind and knowing that kids may want to be a firefighter all the way until they're six and then may change course and may change course again. And even while in college or after college may change course again, we want to do our best while we're raising them. We also want to enjoy the right here and right now because we don't know what the future is going to bring. I remember on a podcast episode around this time last year where I had gone to a graduation party and my friend had gotten his doctorate and he was saying how it was sad because one or two people who started in the cohort of that doctorate program had actually passed away before they finish the program. And I know I'm sounding kind of morbid when I talk about, you don't know whether you have tomorrow, but you also don't know what your kids are going to be interested in doing. So again, when we think about our kids, especially at the high school level, the majority of children do have the opportunity to finish and earn a high school degree. And sometimes we, and when I say we, it's we as parents and we as educators really push like a four year college for our kids. And we want them to go on this path because we think that that is what is best for them. And in some cases, it definitely may be. But in other cases, we really have to think about, again, our kids' skill sets, our kids' interests, our kids' passions, and our kids' abilities. That you have to listen to your gut and your intuition that drives you kind of on, this is what I love to do. And I think this is what I am meant to do. And sometimes that's really tough because although I knew from when I was in kindergarten that I wanted to be a teacher and that I always wanted to work with kids, sometimes it takes until mid twenties or later twenties to kind of figure out what your true interests are. And sometimes you may think you have figured it out. And then you may be in your late thirties or forties and say, oh, I kind of want to change directions completely and try something new. And my friends, that's okay too. So when you think about how many people in their thirties, forties, fifties, make a career shift and do something completely different, then think back to our high school kids and our kids in college. And I say that with love, (laughs) no, they're not children. But our kids in college and high school, and then we're expecting them to pick the rest of their lives when their brains aren't even fully developed, I think that's a tall glass to order. So when we have so many options for our kids' futures, we really want to keep in mind too that it's not always, like I said before, a four-year college that they're going off to. We have so many people who are brave to serve in our military. And maybe that's their calling. We have so many amazing, talented people who work in plumbing, in construction, in mechanical trades, in things that perhaps not everybody has that ability to do. But that is just as a respectable job and just as a needed job as a doctor or as another profession that perhaps requires an advanced degree and a master's and beyond type of programs to complete. So I hope that in this space of graduations, albeit they have already passed, in the summer while so many people are taking college trips, in the summer while their kids are beginning to figure themselves out and really see what they have an interest in, I hope that we can have flexibility for our youth. I hope that we can have compassion for our youth because it is not the same type of childhood that we had with all of the new things that there are in the world. And I hope that we have the patience, a lot of patience is needed. I hope that we have the patience to have these honest conversations with our kids and really listen much more than we speak so that we can see what they're interested in and what they potentially may want to do. And if they change course, even after you've spent a couple of thousand dollars on a year or two of college, I say that very hesitantly because I can imagine that that is really hard, (laughs) but even if they change course, whether they are 12 or whether they are 22, or perhaps this is for you and whether you are 32, 42, 52 and want to change course in your life, I hope that you have the compassion and the grace and the courage for yourself to make really tough decisions to perhaps try something new speaking from my own experience, it was super hard going from being a teacher to being a school counselor when I changed demographic locations from within the same states. But South Jersey and North Jersey are like two different states, <laughs> you can say. And that was hard when I made that tough decision. But it worked out, fortunately, not without hard work, not without Fear, not without a lot of things in order to help that be successful, but it was. And then, most recently, leaving education after 18 years, leaving a tenured, safe position with a pension that's still sitting there, but now leaving awesome health insurance or state benefits, and now doing my own thing. That has been scary. But my friends, I want to share with you no risk, no reward. And sometimes we really put ourselves to stay in these boxes that people create for us. And sometimes that we create for ourselves that we don't get to experience the rewards of perhaps trying something new. Now, make sure you have a safety plan. <laughs> if you are an adult, make sure that you have funds saved up. Make sure that you you know, are, are doing as much as you can to help yourself be successful. So I'm not saying just move to the middle of nowhere and try to start something new without a backup plan. But although it is challenging and it is scary, it is very rewarding when you even try something new without knowing what the end result could be. And then if it works out, it is really an amazing feeling. So I hope with that, as we go into the summertime, that you make the space for reflection for yourself, that you create the space for conversation that can lead to reflection with your kids, so that we are living our most fruitful and happy lives, doing the things that bring us joy, because life is too short to live otherwise. And if you need help in connecting with your kids or redirecting your kids, especially if you have to say things about a gazillion times before they actually tune in, I welcome you to check out the show notes or jump on my website to get this free PDF that I have created just for you called Talking to Kids Without Losing Your Cool, a guide for parents and educators. And after clicking on the link, it shows up in your inbox and it hopefully brings you a little bit more peace of mind and ease of heart, as is always my goal. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you think that this can benefit a friend, please make sure that you share it with them and join me for this short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, take a breath in through your nose as you feel your belly rise and take a slow breath out as you feel your belly deflate. As you continue to take slow breaths in and out, I invite you to think of your five-year-old self. Think of what they wanted to do or to be when they grew up, the different things that they wanted to accomplish, which probably looked very different than what your 10-year-old self wanted to do or accomplish compared to your 15-year-old self and your 20-year-old self. And as you think back and reflect upon the goals, the hopes, and the dreams that you had in your younger years, think about how that compares to the right here and right now. Have you been able to accomplish those hopes and dreams? Or did you go in a completely different direction? And regardless of what you chose, are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel proud in what you do each and every day? And if the answer to those questions is no, or I'm not sure, put yourself back in your five year old self. Think back to your five year old self who was filled with endless possibilities of the world and think. Well, what do I really want to do? How can I shift or change something to bring me more joy? What can I add to my life so that I can be fulfilled? And if it's not through career, vocation, or job, perhaps it's through hobby and things you do on your free time. My friends, remember that you have the right to feel happy, to feel loved, to feel respected, and to feel fulfilled with what you do and with those that you spend your time. It is my hope that you take small mindful moments such as this to reflect on what you want to do, and then that you have the courage to make it happen. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the free to be mindful podcast on the platform. You catch your favorite shows that quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V. De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.